Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I wipe my own ass. Mm, I don't know anyone else who would want to do it for you, so it's probably a good thing. That's like a landmark in your life. I can't wait until Jillian can wipe her own ass. I'm going to buy her a car. Because <laughs> she'll probably be 16 by the time she can no, wipe her own ass. No, no, no. She's already, she already cleans up after herself very well. She takes a napkin, she wipes her mouth off, she knows how to wash her hands. She gets the concept that she should wipe herself up when she goes to the bathroom. She does it when her clothes are on, because there's urine or shit in her diaper. Um, but hopefully not for much longer. Because she'll be two in a week. Yeah. If you're new here, welcome to the show. We're married. We have a big movie collection. We watch all our movies, or eventually we'll watch all our movies. We watch them one week at a time. One every week. And sometimes then, two. Sometimes. And then sometimes we have to wait 11 days to record the movie because we're tired and lazy and busy. arguing and busy and whatever else it may be. Children, um, We child. talk about our lives, talk about movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. It is the day this is posting. November 14th? 15th. 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 I wasn't at work today. Sorry. I was at work, but not really at work. Qualifiers all over the place. Um, 13 days since we've watched today's movie, Big Daddy. That's fine, because we've watched this movie hundreds of times, because it's on television all the time. But we'll get there. Yeah, it is a stressful time here in the Mullet household. Um, Why? Why would it be stressful? Why? Why? So we are a week away. (laughs) A week away from Jillian's second birthday. Which this year just so happens to be on Thanksgiving. Directly on Thanksgiving. So we'll be going out to eat. Uh, there's, you're still going to have an episode that should air on Thanksgiving. Don't listen to it on Thanksgiving. Um, listen to it afterwards. It'll be fun for you. But last year... Unless you're I think the past working. Two, I think the past two years we like shat the bed on a Thanksgiving episode. You will have a Thanksgiving episode. Because we're going to watch the movie tomorrow night. And we will find a time to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what movie we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, our, it's our Thanks Jilly episode every year. We do either a Thanksgiving themed movie. Or a Jilly uh, Or a Jilly, or like something related to our lives movie. Um, and this one's very appropriate next I mean, week. We can kind of relate all of these movies we've watched to, to our lives. This one kind of is appropriate too, you know. Um, sure. <laughs> in a way, I guess, I don't know. I used to work at Hooters. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, they right. would never hire me. I don't know, you've been to some of these places recently? Yeesh. No. Uh, Tell so, me about it. So I have, because uh, me and two coworkers like to go to the restaurants for the food. To objectify women. <laughs> no. Uh, but we have a, but it's okay. The, the, the karma in uh, the world gets us back is every time we go. And I mean this the nicest way possible. We it's the, not going to come out We right. get the ugliest waitress in the entire building. <laughs> And it never fails. You're so such a dick. It's fine. Um, so that's next week, uh, which means my whole family will be here. It's really just my mom and my dad. But that's that's a, that's a whole all right. H-O-L-E. Um, and my whole family whole will family. be here. Yes. And then, of course, it's the holidays, Black Friday. I'm off of work all next week, and it's no vacation. It'll be a vacation for me Monday and Tuesday when I go to Top Golf and I get drunk with one of my best friends, and then the rest of the week is dad. just trying to remember those two days. Samantha is literally trying to clip her tongue out of her mouth with Jillian's nail clippers. Um, so yeah, so we've been we have a big list we're trying to get through, and that's why we've been putting off recording. Um, not that we are putting it off because we don't want to talk about it. I've been dying to talk about Big Daddy. I just don't want to talk to you. Really, is what it is. 
You as in you, my husband, not you as in you, the audience. It's a lot of it. No, it's it's really, I just don't want to have to have to interact it. with you longer than I, I know. is necessary right now. This is a very stressful time just, for us. It's just a waste of time. Like, I'm going to have to talk to you every day, and then I have to like talk to you for an hour straight. I have to pretend that I enjoy. Ugh. I have to pretend that I enjoy this dynamic. I know. I've been doing it for almost 12 years, and now... I have to do it for like twelve years plus for the the benefit of people's entertainment. Ugh, the pressure. Uh, so next week's our Thanks Julie episode, and then we have our things kind of lined up. Uh, tonight we'll determine our Hanukkah episode. I'm gonna get to pick our Hanukkah episode. Great. But obviously, I'm the guy who should be doing that. Yeah, I can't let the wait. boy do it. It's, Great. It's, I I think you, I'm a boy. I said goy. You're still saying it wrong. It's like goyim. a great boy. Is that you're what it means? Goyim. Mm-hmm. Sure, if that's what you think it means. I haven't done my job. <laughs> um, Wonderful. Up front, we also talk about, as, as we just heard, you know, our lives. But we also talk about, you know, what else is going on in the world. And on the rare occasions that we get to go out to the movies, we talk about it here. We don't need to talk about this. We've already had this conversation on Facebook. And we... Thank well, you. Not everyone's seen our Facebook we went on Veterans Day. Thank you for your service. It allows us to go see movies. Because um, daycare's open. Yes. Uh, we went and saw two movies. We went first. Double feature. Uh, early in the morning to the Artagon Theater and recline and watch Bohemian Rhapsody. And then traveled to our new luxury dine-in theater close by and possibly got minor food poisoning. <laughs> um, but then saw A Star is Born. So we'll start with Bohemian Rhapsody, which was your selection you were dying to go see. We both settled. We both didn't necessarily want Compromise. to see the other person's Compromise. movie, but we did. So we saw Bohemian Rhapsody first, and you... I loved it. Loved it. I loved it. You did. I what? thought it was fine. Oh, okay. With as many eyes as you can come up with. It was fine. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. I still had massive problems with it. But you also are not a, a huge fan of Queen. I love Queen. Not yeah. as much as you are, probably, but yeah. I still love their music. Don't Stop Me Now has a very special place in my heart, so when that rolled over the credits, I was super excited. Um, and yeah, I fucking love Queen. Are you kidding me? They're great. I have a problem with musical biopics that take creative liberty, liberties with the story for the sake of making them a better movie when a lot of what happened is a better movie than what we saw and is done to save the face of the families or the parties involved because they want to control the story. I know, but we had history. this argument. We had this argument after the movie came out and it's mm -hmm. all about perspective. And it has to be because no matter what story is told, it's no. told Good. from that storyteller. So mm -hmm. there's always going to be pieces that don't line up with the memories or... Things that could be told a different way or done no, differently. But there are definitively things like Queen never really ever broke up and the band released solo albums before Freddie did and Freddie didn't know he had AIDS until two years after Live Aid. And like those things that are like blatantly changed to trigger people's emotions in a different way for storytelling purposes that bother me in those in those movies. And this one, I think, was one of the more egregious ones that did that. Fantastic performances. Really great performances. A really good story. But it takes you out of it when they do those things. And also kind of vilifying homosexuality, which I kind of felt it did at some moments. And you know. I, I don't think so. I think it was also that was the time. It was. And... But he also was never married to that woman. Uh, like little things, like, like those things. Like those are huge things. That you read about, and it's like, ugh, God, like, it just stings mm -hmm. your overall enjoyment of the movie. Um, but I thought Rami Malek was great. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and I thought the performances were great. Mm -hmm. um, more than great was A Star is Born. It was fine, <laughs> with as many eyes as you can put. A Star is Born is one of the best movies I've seen in a very long time. I thoroughly loved it. Thought, As I roll my eyes, which you can't what? see. What? I don't see how you don't. I thought it was, here, here, in 2018, no, I'm sorry, in 2008, had he told me, hey, that jerk off from The Hangover and the lady with the meat dress are going to be in a remake, and like the fourth remake of this story, 
Andrew Dice Clay and Dave Chappelle are going to be there, and fat-ass Eddie Griffin for one scene. Um, and it's going to be incredible. Oh, and that same Hangover guy uh, wrote it and directed it. I would have told you to, to go blow a goat, because you're insane. It was. It was wonderfully directed, wonderfully written. I don't even like the fucking genre of music, but the songs were great. Everything about it, I fucking loved, and I want to go see it again. Honestly, I'm not even putting it on just because you're a big pussy. Why? Man. Why am I a big pussy? It was a wonderful story, incredible performances. Did you cry? Real emotion? No, actually, uh, was closer to crying and Bohemian Rhapsody in *A Star Is Born*. Didn't cry in it, um, but I think it like affected me, like. Like, it affected my emotions and my mood. Like, remember I wasn't feeling well that night? Yeah. I thought about it afterwards, and I think it was partially that movie. Just because, like, of some of the stuff that happens in it. I, th- I think it was part of why I was in such a meh. On top of the food poisoning I probably got from those chicken nachos. Um, huh. But, I, I, but Bohemian Rhapsody got me a little bit near the end with uh, the family stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but no, Starsborn was fucking great. I don't, I don't see why you didn't like it. But I didn't just... say I didn't like it. I just said that it was not as great as you're making it out to be. And and why do you think that? Uh, because it's definitely not my kind of movie. How is it not your it's kind, of, not movie? kind of movie? I I really have a hard time with this. I just think that say it. It was unrealistic. I don't. I don't no, know. I don't know. know. I don't know. I thought it was incredibly genuine. Okay, cool. So, I don't know. I just thought it was, it, it started off very random, very all over the place, and tried to create this, like, larger-than-life reality for Lady Gaga's character that I just didn't buy into. Mm-hmm. And I just, it was fine. Okay. It was fine. Well, when it wins us the fantasy movie league that we're in, okay. I'm going to give you zero credit but for ha- the win. But I haven't said, I said when you got the movie, and I've said this entire time, that yes, it's going to make money, and yes, it is going to win awards, but it wasn't something I was particularly eager to go and see. That was all I had said. I don't have to want to be obsessively... Involved in every single movie that's in our movie league. I'm not. Did I? Do I? Did we go see Fahrenheit 11.9? No, and we should have dropped it because it was four points. Okay. Uh, and but Dan picked up the upside today. I know. I saw. Yeah. But I just personally, it it's not like my favorite movie. Like when we watch it for this podcast, I'm not gonna give it a ten. Like that, and that's okay because we've had lo- really large discrepancies. In movies. We don't have to like the same movies. It's part of what makes this podcast a good podcast. It just upsets me that you don't like good things. Well, you should have learned that 12 years ago. Ouch, was that a dig on me? Out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. (laughs) You've been begging for it for the last 12 years. Anyway. So that's what we saw. We're going to try, probably not, when my parents are here to go see. We can try maybe go, I think we said Sunday. Next Sunday. Not this Sunday. Next Sunday. During the day, we're going to go to like just a lunch. Like go to lunch and a movie, right? We're going to try to go see, there's a few different things. My list is at work. Creed 2, I think, is out by then. So so as Ralph breaks the internet, but we're going to go take Jillian to that. Mm -hmm. So we're going to wait to see that. We'll figure Uh it out for the next podcast. Well, two podcasts from now. We'll have something else for you guys. The holidays, don't worry. We're going to take care of you guys in the holidays and make sure we get watch as much stuff. There's a lot of Oscar movies coming I want to see. Ooh, Widows, too. We can go see Widows. Get more points. Okay. But enough about that. Let's talk about Big Daddy. Samantha's pick because of fucking Cole Sprouse. Is Dylan Sprouse dead? No, no, he's alive. He's just not doing anything with his life. That's got to suck, right? Yeah, definitely got to suck. He's probably what, like a, I'm going to look it up. He's probably like a mechanical engineer and he's fine. Uh, Big Daddy's the movie. Samantha will read the package. <clears throat> Nature called. Look who answered. A shitty tagline. I'm sorry? I said a shitty tagline. I know. 32-year-old Sonny Koufax, Adam Sandler, 
has spent his whole life avoiding responsibility. But when his girlfriend dumps him for an older man, he's got to find a way to prove he's ready to grow up. In a desperate last-ditch effort, Sonny adopts five-year-old Julian, Cole Sprouse, Dylan Sprouse, to impress her. She's not impressed, and he can't return the kid. Uh-oh for Sonny. <laughs> like, that's, that's the description. How chunky Dylan Sprouse's picture was. It's in 2010, so... He's born in Italy? Yeah, they're, he? they're both... Oh, he's an entrepreneur. Yeah, good luck with that. They were both born in Italy, because they're twins. Oh, yeah. I guess that's right. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> that's a good sketch of it. Where were you born? Italy? Where were you born? Nebraska? Huh? And that's zero uh, fuck-ups for me for Big Daddy. So I've read 19 boxes and had four fuck-ups. You have read 12 boxes and have had seven fuck-ups. I, I can feel it, man. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. So, uh, so true... Here are two truths and a lie okay. about the first time I ever saw Big Daddy in theaters. You saw him in theaters? Yes, yeah, I was in theaters with my parents. And yes, I'm sure I sat in the middle of them. It's way funnier when I say it. I know. I did it so to did, diffuse your... Did, but did you up. sit in, in between your parents? You can't just repeat it, you lazy bitch. <laughs> That's not how that works. That's not how it works. All right, two truths and a lie. Tell me. Okay. Uh, I saw it twice in theaters. I cried. I hated it. Okay, so this movie came out in 1999. 1999. So you were... 13. Uh, 12. 12. The lie is that you cried. So you, you don't listen. Because <coughs> my other two words that I saw it twice and I hated it. <laughs> but I saw it twice, obviously I liked it. Uh, no, I, I hated this movie when I first saw it. <coughs> You okay? You right there, coffee? Coughing! <laughs> Your Pokemon. No, uh... You hated this movie when you first saw it? I, I did not like this movie Why? because I was thinking Waterboy, and after... So, so the first, like, Adam Sandler movie I really saw was The Waterboy in theaters. And then I went back and watched The Writing Singer, which is arguably Adam Sandler's best movie. It was just on the other night, and I, it's great. Writing Singer is, is fantastic. And then you go watch Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, and those are also great, but for different reasons, because they're silly. And then you saw this, and it was just like a letdown for me. I didn't think it was very funny, um, but I still cried when <laughs> I was 12 years old, because it's sad in the end, like, he doesn't get the kid. And then there's this, like, really, really quick, oh, everything's fine, easy peasy. I mean, it's a, not a well-reviewed movie. I think it was nominated for a ton of Razzies, one sure, of you. Sure, I can see that. Um, but over time, it's just grown on me because this is literally, I think, the end of Adam Sandler for us. Like, in our, like for like our age group, like, being 12 and 13 when we came out, and after that, like, Adam Sandler was officially, like, not funny, and his movies were even worse than this, and then, like, we were done with him. So now when you watch it back and you see kind of the, the sh like, the semblance of the random humor and the weird-ass characters and the super quotable parts to it. Yeah. Uh, that it's grown on us, and, like, anytime it's on television, we leave it on. And I, we've known it now, and... I mean, I, I liked this movie when I first saw it. Cause, you did? Well, yeah, because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> okay, thanks. You're welcome. Um, yeah, it's... And I think I appreciate it now more... Because I can identify with the fact that... Ugh! Because now you're a dad? That I, want, <laughs> that I want a car to hit me as hard as it can. And then when I live through it, and the guy asks me if I'm okay, I, I would tell him, next time, kill me. Um, and I identify that I'm pretty sure once or twice in my life I've used pieces of paper around the house to clean up Jillian's vomit when you weren't here. Because I'm like, oh, God, what do I do? Jillian didn't vomit like that. No, but, like, she'll spit up, and it's just like, oh, well, shit. Here's paper. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, a, it's identifiable now more than ever. Like, I think that's a other thing is, like, you know, yeah, I'm a dad now, and, like, am I closer to, to Sonny Koufax as a dad, or am I closer to fucking, I don't know, who's, like, the best dad ever? Uh, fucking, I almost said Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeez, podcast for another podcast there. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, the character Cliff Huxtable is a pretty good dad. Uh, no? No. Oh, Rudy! That wasn't bad. You can't do any more. Oh, Rudy, you get in there. That just turns into Tope's dad. <laughs> All right, so what you're telling me is I shouldn't start a Cosby impression on the podcast. Please don't. Probably a good idea. Probably a good idea. Um, you all right? You, you okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm crying from being so upset or from laughing. It's, it's always hard to tell in, in, when you live with me. So you've always loved this movie. Yeah. How do we even, like... I, but I didn't, I didn't see this movie when I was 12. You, so you remember, when I was growing up, I didn't really watch a lot of these... Sheltered childhood. Yeah. Shows and movies and stuff like that. I watch more old things, British things, all that kind of stuff. Um, I didn't really get into to stuff. And until you met I, me and I had to dumb you down. Well, no, I didn't really get into any of that kind of stuff until I started working in a, at FYE, in a music store, movie store and stuff. So True. Then I started getting into a lot more music, movies, TV shows, stuff like that. Um, like when I was in high school and everything. So... Um, I didn't see this for a few years, and I wasn't a huge. Well, I wasn't a huge Adam Sandler fan because yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch like SNL. I didn't really watch any of that stuff. Because sure. my mom thought SNL was blasphemous because it wasn't as good as the eighties. What? <laughs> Your mom doesn't care about blasphemy. No, no, no. I meant because it wasn't like the like original cast. Oh, got it, got it, got it. She's one of those people. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. So, uh, yeah, but, so, I mean, I, yeah, I've liked this movie. It, it's, it's stupid funny. It's one of those that you can just put on and laugh, and you don't have to think about it. It has a heart. Yeah. Which is rare for his movies, so I feel like when his movies have a legitimate heart, they end up being better, like The Wedding Singer. Um, and Fifty First Dates is also kind of like a fringe one I've never actually seen from beginning to end, but people seem like, kind of like... Like we own it, don't their we? coat on it. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, Drew Barrymore. Um, Wedding singer. That's again. Like that's, that's, yeah. that's about it. You can hit, tolerate that. Um, click. I, we <laughs> click. She's not in click. You're thinking of Christopher Walken. Adoption or what's no? What's the movie? Adoption the movie. No, what's the movie? Blended. Blended. What did you get adoption from? <laughs> I don't know. Is that what they tell people the you're being blended into this family. Enjoy Kwame. Yeah. Um <laughs> Why did that have to be the one? I don't know. Um This is one of those movies also that like for no reason at all I quote way too much way too in much. my life. They're, they're like I'm trying to think what's the Mount Rushmore movies I quote way too much? I think this would be on it. Liar Liar would be on it. Yes. Liar Liar makes a little bit more sense. Liar Liar is like, like well these are they're both like big hits. Um, what else? We just watched one that you quote all the time. Um. For no reason. Well, <laughs> Trapped in Paradise, that doesn't really yeah, count. Yeah. Uh, well, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, we quote every well, time now. we finish every the time dishes. Well, <laughs> now. Every time we finish just, the dishes. It's thing. only, that, like, every night. The dishes are done. Every night. I, I say molasses and rum all the time. Now? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Like, it's, like, people uh, think that you're joking, but you're not. <laughs> and I wish people knew. Would it be like backing out of a parking lot and I'd always be like, molasses to rum. And it's, like, so weird. Uh, like, it's, it's it's the worst. Fuck. I wish that you had, like, crazy. a live mic on you at all times. Teen Wolf. I quote Teen Wolf a lot, of course. Oh, thanks, Mom, for calling me back at 9.45 at, the, at night when I called you much earlier. She's going to continue to call when I didn't want to edit this podcast. Mother! Mother, not particularly, but I will. Crisis averted with my mother. Where were we? Where were we? Quoting movies, I think, is where we were, right? Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Cool. Great. Wonderful. Grand. My Chris Farley impression. Rest in peace. You also do quote, like, uh, Christmas Vacation a lot. I do. Yeah, I do. I do. That's one. Fuck, there's there's one that I'm missing. It's going to drive me nuts. Same words. Well, that's just the one part. Cause I'll fucking a dog you want me to fuck, and that's it. Also, I um I quote uh pretty regularly. Um, it's not 
movies, but it's a television show. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's me, Felicitatins. That's the word. Dr. Teeth here. One more time on the podcast. You, excuse me, you don't even know what a podcast is, do you? I know that's what this is. And that's half the battle. G.I. Joe taught me that. Excuse you. Thanks. What's going on? You're the one who came here. What's going on? Nothing. Living my life on the road. The electric mayhem. Wish you were on the road. Well, this is like a stopgap. Are you going to talk to me or not? No. She's supposed to ask me what I thought about things. What did what did you think? So so have you seen a a, a Star Is Born? Oh, uh, that's the movie about my life. Cause I'm you, a I'm a star and I was born. Did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? Yep. What'd you think? I almost said something bad. <laughs> have you ever seen this movie, Big Daddy? I'm Big Daddy. Who who are your children? <laughs> I'm on the road so much, I have no idea. There's all kind of little teeth everywhere. I call them my chicklets. That's not, that's, that's. Hey, I just can't pass up this joke right now. What do you call the, fuck, this is horrible. I think I've said this before. Actually, I'm doing it in the voice, don't care. Hey, you know what (laughs) that guy from The Shield and Fantastic Four what his favorite like gum is? Michael Chicklets. <laughs> Salutations in the Revenerchi. I hate you so much. Michael Chicklets. Let's call your mom back. And explain her the Michael Chicklets joke. That'll take three years. She doesn't know who Michael Chicklets is. She doesn't know what Chicklets are. She doesn't know a hey, Michael. We were doing really well. So, th- what do we quote from this movie all the time? Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin's a good man. I don't know why. Who's so- Rumpelstiltskin? What's Rump? What's Rump? Rumpelstiltskin? Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Such a cool moment. Just the best. I have a belly button. Um, like, that's the, like, the Sandler that I miss. Is like, it's the perfect zone of random as shit. But it's like adorable and it's just funny. Um, hip hop, hip hop anonymous. The only time I can tolerate Rob Schneider is yeah, in this movie. Yeah, I hate Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is gonna win a lot of LVPs on this podcast. Has he already won one? I believe he has. I don't uh, know. You're the one who has the master list. Um, but like in this, like that character is the only thing. Uh, perhaps more uh, lamb and tuna fish. Perhaps more spaghetti and meatballs. But but. How does it make you feel that the Sandler-Schneider duo what is Schneider reminiscent is of the Mullet-Camelucci duo? Who would you be in you that? You shut your fucking mouth. How dare you besmirch the comedic, classic duo of Camelucci and Mullet to Sandler and Schneider? Thank you. Number one. We have a mutually beneficial relationship. It's not one of us always doing the other person's thing. <coughs> Rob Schneider. Uh, we never have He's to resort. He's in his own movies. And Sandler's not in them. Sandler just says, fuck off. Adam Sandler wasn't in Deuce Bigelow. Adam Sandler wasn't in The Animal. Um, that hot chick. And Schneider always has to do like the same character. He has to be like some weird foreigner. Or he's that, you can do it guy. Like, fuck. Me and Rich, we have plenty of characters, as evident by me on this podcast. I do them because they're hits. Snyder's doing because that's all he has. Um, so, so you, so you admit that you're the Schneider in in that duo. Shit. That's what I was trying to Shit. get at. Shit! You fucking tricked me. This you're- is bullshit. <laughs> doing the rest of the podcast like this. I got you clock radio. <laughs> Fuck, it's I love Rob Schneider in this movie. It's the impression that you've done on this show. Damio, you get him the easy ones. Because it's just offensive. Rob I can Schneider. do offensive. Rob, Rob, are you there? I feel like Bobby Goldberg and Ghost. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's going on? You sound like you're like Rusev. It was Ivan Drago. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Big Daddy? 
Who am I supposed to be? I'm having an identity crisis right now. I don't even know who I'm supposed to be right now. How about uh, uh, Andrew Nice Clyde? Is he there? No, he's too busy fucking making money and motion pictures. I got nobody right now. Well, hold on. Wait just one second. Oh, God, no. I think I'm... I should have really done this for the Split Podcast because it's so hard to be so many people at once, especially when you're so talented as I am. Have you seen Big Daddy is the movie? You know, this little child pissing on a building is not very nice. This kid's not going to amount to anything. Uh-oh, he's not attractive. This is me shitting <laughs> on a five-year-old and his looks. Why do you insist on just staring at me when I do this? I hate this impression of Truman Capote. Because it's so good? Yes. As you almost slipped into it there yourself. It's also kind of like Carol Channing. <laughs> You're like, like, like it's Ryan to, doing a Carol it's Channing. It's hard to tell when impression begins and the other ends. <laughs> All right, I'm going to literally have a midlife crisis if we don't stop this right now. All so right. let's, let's, um, what other quotes from Big Daddy are there that we love so I, much? I mean, so that's what we love about the movies, just the quotes I and mean, the scenes. I mean, it's very quotable. There's some really great scenes. I mean, and you get to see Jon Stewart pretending to be somebody else when he's so good at is being Is he though? Himself. Is he really? No, I don't think he is. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, he's... Just a different name. He, yeah, he doesn't do much of anything. Uh, they're in the, like... It's I almost like, like it when like he becomes a smelly kid. Yeah, his name's Frankenstein. You know, eating ketchup, spitting on the ground, and sucking it back up. Um, I'm pretty sure sometime in my life I'm gonna break into someone's house and get CDs and watches for trick or treat. Yeah, almost out of this year there was houses. Where I'm like, what the fuck? Look at your house. Why what not give it up? Oh, full size candy bars. Oh. oh, oh, cool. One smarty asshole. How about next year you don't like build a whole new deck for yourself and get out candy? Um. And there's just so many fucking characters, and they all have a bit. Even all of Sandler's dipshit friends. Oh, man, that burnt like, smell. Fuck, like, yes, it did fucking excited me, too. Sorry. That's like, disgusting. Alan Cover and That's the other disgusting. guy, you know, being, like, lawyers, you know, date each other. Um, so I do have some pretty severe big gripes about the movie. Big gripes for Big Daddy. Uh, there's a lot of bits that That's, just... That sounds like a really weird porno. I have big gripes for Big Daddy. Why um, do you have to do that, like... I don't know. That like rip tail like oh I have big gripes for Big Daddy he didn't give it big enough <laughs> that's the one that's all right it's missing confetti but you know and a toupee I now and a so, mustache I hate you you so love much. me I keep things interesting I hate you this is I've I feel like Robin Williams has possessed me over the past thirty minutes but like now <laughs> like whatever he would be now um so my big gripes about the movie are the fact that it is incredibly mean spirited. Um, yes. it's definitely a byproduct of 1999 yeah. and not 2018. Homophobia. Severe home. The homophobia is not bad. Well, like they have like the one character that's severely homophobic and he's, he's not even that. Like he just gives them, he, he's, ostracized. he's awkward by it and saying, and saying they're like, it's like, well, who gives a shit? You know, like yeah. that, that's not as bad. It's not great. It feels gratuitous is the problem. That's what it, it is. It feels like, oh, what's going to give people like laughs or like shudders? Yeah. YouTube kiss. Like that's more so what it is. The characters treat it fine, but it's the message behind it all. Yeah. Uh, and then the, this whole Hooters. The Hooters thing is not funny from the first joke. And then it happens 12, 15 times. I almost wanted to count and I forgot. It leads to, every time it comes up, it just... But it's got a really great payoff at the end. Yeah, Hooters gave him a bunch of money. <laughs> That's what happened. That's all it is. And then the same thing with, like, it well, only happens two or three times. But, like, yeah, he's old. You know, you find old balls hilarious because you laugh every time you talk about, like, old balls and wrinkled balls and sweaty balls and I, hairy I know, balls. I know what and... I'm going to have to look forward to. Hey, I almost started talking about my nutsack on this podcast just now. And no one wants to hear that. So I don't want to hear it. I'm married to it. Thanks. Um, the Hooter stuff is the worst part of the movie. Every time they go that well, it completely derails any momentum the movie has. And it's and it, each time it happens, it goes on way too long. 
goes on way too Yeah, long. yeah, yeah. I guess that's true, but it does it to drive the point home at the end when the ex-girlfriend is now working at Hooters. But, Spoiler alert. Yeah, but who gives a shit? That, but that, that is the MacGuffin of this movie. You could go... Suck a dick, because that is the right thing. No, it is not. Damn it. <laughs> it is not at all. What's the MacGuffin in this movie? It's Big Daddy. There isn't one. There's a McMuffin in this movie. Oh, <laughs> Steve Buscemi gets it. Let's talk about this whole McDonald's breakfast scene. This happened once to us. No, it didn't. We went to McDonald's at the wrong time once. No, I've always known that McDonald's breakfast is at 10.30, 11 on Sundays... I think we thought it was a Sunday, church crowd. it wasn't a Sunday. Okay, that's just forgetting the day of the week. We had the time <laughs> right, probably. Well, now it doesn't matter. Now, now it doesn't matter. All day. All day breakfast. All day, well, every day. Well, I mean, now, if you want to get, like, what is not part of all day McDonald's breakfast right now? Oh, fair McGriddles. warning for all of you. No, I think the McGriddles are all day now, too. Hotcakes. Probably, yeah, like, hot t- hot, like, like the actual, like, meals. Um... Nobody in the world loves the Egg McMuffin like I do. It's true. It's true. One of the top ten moments of my life was getting an Egg McMuffin at four o'clock in the afternoon for lunch. Uh, the very first time you did. I think in order, it's like Jillian being born, Cavs winning a title, getting a McMuffin for lunch. Marrying me. No, we're not there yet. Um, ow, fuck, you threw a comb at me. It's a brush. Um, first time I had sex, uh, which was, was not with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, who was so- it with? Marrying you. Uh, wait, no, I'm wait, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Sex is your the your first uh, time meeting having... meeting CM Punk. Uh, marrying you. Uh, where am I? That was like seven, right? That's fair. Um, the like the triple breakfast stack. I'm kidding. Oh, I actually struck a nerve. Oh no. <laughs> you know I'm kidding. Stop it. Stop it. You're number three. You're number three. Jillian's number one. Is Jillian not a better moment than marrying me? You have marriage over Jillian? No, but I should be over the Cavs because they fucking <laughs> suck. <laughs> I've done more for you in the past 12 years than the Cavs has done for you in 32 years. You're number two. I'm just fucking with you. You better be. I'm going to throw this comb at you again. Anyway, can I talk about the fucking triple stack at McDonald's now? No, nobody wants to hear that heart attack. It was, maybe, that also was what I had that day. I didn't feel so great. (laughs) I was so excited to get, like, basically the Big Mac of McMuffins. (laughs) And there ain't no fucking ham option. It's all sausage. That sucks. I'm sorry. Do something about it. Okay. What was that? You're a Jew. You run the world. Fix it. (laughs) If it were up to the Jews, there wouldn't be sausage or ham on it. So I don't know why you're asking. Um, True. What was it when you got... What is it called when you put the McChicken inside the... The McGangbang. The McGangbang. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Uh, McGangbang is the McChicken and the McDouble. The the McDouble and the Egg McMuffin is the Mc1035. Mc1035. Yeah. It's like when you catch them right when they're switching over breakfast. 1035? Make ten thirty five. I'm gonna start making that. Everything make ten thirty five. That's your cholesterol level, right? <laughs> That's what you're gonna tell me. Uh, the other thing I like, so like the fact that Sandler gets like Steve Buscemi. Like Steve Buscemi ain't no slouch. Steve Buscemi is like in big ass movies. He's it, a great actor. Yeah. And he's always in these fucking things as like they're friends. the random homeless dude and the guy who goes, "Hey, wedding singer." Ooh. <laughs> Because like, that's what you do for your friend, man. I love so the courtroom scene has so many like random cutaway moments. Of like him and when him and Rob Shark get a really fucking great, argument. That's a really good then the, scene. Like the guy who was like, if OJ can get away, this guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is fat black dude who then starts laughing at people yelling later on. And then the old guy, oh, that's the other one I quote on time is, hell yes. I do that all the time for anything. Um, yeah, I talk about lamb and tuna fish, spaghetti, and meatballs. What other quotable quotes is there? I mean, when- Scuba Steve, damn you! If I step on something in the house, I will still do Scuba yeah. Steve, damn you. I mean, I like to play I win all the time. I got a two, a four, a six, a jack, and an eight. I win! Yeah. Why do you win? I win! Um, yeah, so there's plenty of, of quotes. Uh, there's a lot of... And again, there's so much like... So here's things you don't even probably remember happened in this movie. That fat guy in the Italian restaurant getting fed spaghetti and then them awkwardly making out later on. Yep. 
Disgusting. That's disgusting and weird. Um, there's more. I know it. <laughs> when he kills all those birds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go go inside. Go go to your room. Or go do whatever you want. <laughs> with, with a slingshot, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not a fan of the... Also, not that we're talking like continuity, but this all happens over the place of what, like four weeks, six weeks, something like that? Something ridiculous? Well, yeah, like like October. It's just weird. Uh, why? I don't, like... How, okay, why? How long did it take you to bond with Jillian? No, I'm not saying like the bonding. I'm talking about like the legality. There's no way that court case would have happened that quickly. Uh, they wouldn't let seven lawyers on one side. Um, how do you know? Please tell me what your legal expertise is that you know besides watching more so than, many order, Law and Order SVU. That's closer than, and I would know that that's better than Big Daddy. It's true. Um, the egregious Cheryl Crow, Sweet Child of Mine cover. Um, that unfortunately is either at the beginning or the end of this podcast. Um, because Sorry, in advance? Hot take, Cheryl Crow blows. Am I allowed to say that? Sure. Cool. Sure. I like, that song, I like that song she does with uh, Kid Rock. About picture? The, about the picture. Oh, are, you're joking, right? I mean, they're, they're singing about a picture. That's a deal breaker if you're not. <laughs> Excuse me, um, why are you guys getting divorced? She likes Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock's song, Picture. Oh, uh, you get everything, sir. <laughs> Except for a picture. Um. So yeah, some of the more like unrealistic parts of the movie or you know what do you mean unrealistic parts of the movie there's no unrealistic parts of this movie he is really good and sweet you know there there's like i I like the juxtaposition of god i feel like i could analyze this movie for like hours we're gonna literally talk about this movie probably longer than the movie actually is great um you know it's pretty thrown to gre- thrown together first. Why does he have all this money? Like, why is he not worried about anything? Like a, po- a post office, like a postal truck ran over his foot or something? Yeah. That's what it was? Yeah. And then, of course, he has this, like, encyclopedic legal memory he just doesn't use. He'd rather fucking... Because he's lazy. Laugh in cereal and whack off in a sock or something. Because he's lazy. It also shows the dangers of being lazy. You know what I didn't realize? What? Uh, when, so this movie I nominated along with The Chase, a common bond. No, you did. No. I nominated this movie. Cop Out. We almost had a back-to-back Christy Swanson movies. Christy Swanson was also in The Chase, which is a movie I nominated against Trapped in Paradise. Oh. Um, back when she was hot. In the 90s. Um, but I definitely see... Why was that relevant? I don't know. Just, there's a lot, of, a lot of people to know. Chris Swanson in the 90s was on my list. Um, Is she on your list? Like, do you need to update your in list? In the 90s. If, if my list, if you're asking like 12-year-old me when I was finding out what, what your dick did. What my parts were. Um, but I like, you know, the days of him you know, being good with the kid and then juxtapose, juxtapose like that one day where you know, he cries because he can't get a Happy Meal and then he won't leave him alone for the hockey game. And then he has to watch the fucking kangaroo song. What? Which is probably the other song on this list, on this on this podcast. What does that remind you of? Babies? Babies? Why ya? Why ya? Let me shitting on my own kid right here. Hot dog dance? Sesame Street? What do you mean you know all of the songs to Fancy Nancy and Vampirina and the Muppet Babies? What do you... Really? You've heard them a lot? Yeah. Oh, wow. What's that band that Vampirina's in? The Ghoul Girls. The Ghoul Girls. You gotta oh. find your inner ghoul, everybody. You gotta find your inner ghoul. It's supposed to be inner girl. But Sh- inner. Show the world what you're really about. Yep, show you're, you're, you're a ghoul girl. I almost said ghoul girl. That's, that is a totally different sight. Um, Don't talk about our daughter like that. No, no, no. I was, no, no, no. I was saying, like, I would never. Are you kidding me? Um... So yeah, so like that stuff is all well and good. I feel like this podcast mirrors this movie. It's so disjointed. It's <laughs> My mother really fucked place. me up. I also I did 900 characters. Who knows when another one's, another one's going to show up. Um, is there anything you don't like about the movie? Nah. 
besides some of like the performances, I mean, it's just one of those movies, like those cable TV movies we talk about all the time on this show, where you just put it on, it's on, you do other stuff, you laugh, you know what's happening. We've talked about how quotable it is, and it gave us Cole Sprouse. So, how is this child a sex symbol? I know. I mean, granted, said- he's like a 26. No, he, is he not now? Like, is Jughead, mind you, Jughead. Because, because, look. This burger-eating, crown-wearing doofus is now all of a sudden a hunk, and he's one of the kids from Big Daddy. I don't want to live in this world. Let me tell you something about girls these days. Girls these days are fucking idiots. All right. They're they're fucking their way to the middle. (laughs) Emo. They have no taste. So let me ask you, would you rather fuck Archie or Jughead? In the iterations that they are now on the show, like yes. KJ Appa versus Cole Sprouse, right, you're no, fucking kidding me, right? Hold, no, Have you I, seen them? No, I'm not. All right, no, so, so let me ask. Hold on. Shut, 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 shut your mouth. So, would you rather fuck Cole Sprouse or the actor who plays Archie? Who's KJ Appa? Yeah, would you rather fuck KJ Appa, which sounds like a shitty sorority, he, or he, Cole he's Sprouse? From, he's from Australia. Who would you rather fuck? Have you seen KJ Appa without a shirt? Tell me who you would rather fuck. KJ Appa. Okay. Would you rather fuck Jughead Jones or would you rather fuck Archie Andrews? I feel like from the comics, like I feel like it would in, in Riverdale. In Riverdale. In the show Riverdale. Yes. I don't know. I think it would. I don't know. But it's closer. Closer. Would you rather fuck Archie in the comics or Jughead in the comics? I'm not into comic book characters. But like probably like the character of Archie because Jughead in the comics is asexual. He's that, not that's... asexual. Hang on, I got a tool. Um, that's yeah, not Archie. What? That's why that's I have a problem with this show. Bullshit. Archie looks like fucking Howdy Doody. Not way, in I'm, Riverdale. I'm extremely insulted. I am basically Jughead in the comic books. <laughs> I am a burger-eating goofball who fucked Mr. Weatherby. <laughs> so <laughs> That didn't happen. Stop spreading these lies. Um, well, like, really, who would you rather fuck? Look at this kid. Look at him. He, in real life, does not wipe his own ass. Uh, oh, man. Also, Chief Day Strongbow, his sleeper hold is not even in, like, the top ten sleeper holds of all time. Oh, I was going to ask you about this. Tell me. First of all, Chief Day Strongbow was a racist asshole. Was he now? Yes. So, very, not very, a good role model. No, was not. Okay. Yeah, poor little Cole Sprouse. That's you know. what's wrong with... The world. Yeah. Um, yeah, just one of those random wrestling references in movies that I hate. So I don't want to dwell on it anymore. I just wanted to point out, fuck Chief J. Strongbow. Who would you have rather been referenced? Oh, fucking anybody. Fucking Roddy Roddy Piper. Fucking... Okay. Maybe um, they couldn't get the rights to say his Brutus name. Beefcake. I don't know. They didn't want to pay royalties to the I mean, I'm fine. I'm, I'm always fine with watching Rob Schneider get choked out, fake or real. I'll always take that. Um, so, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. All right, let's get into performances. I think we've sufficiently talked about everybody enough. Uh, We have a lot of performance to get into, a lot of positives, a lot of negatives. Where do you want to start? Let's start with the negatives. Negatives? Okay. Well, no, I think the positives will be easier, actually. I think there's a clear standout MVP. It has to be Adam Sandler. It does. It has to be, because he, he is this movie, like... It would not be the same if he was not Sonny Koufax. And yeah. like you said, he has the heart. It really... I You can't do it without him. He does a really good job. He has typical Sandler yelling moments, typical yeah. Sandler goofy moments, typical Sandler sarcastic moments. Hey, what's your name? He'll write it on the wall. You know, but he does have that heart. Um, so yeah, so Adam Sandler joining his wife, Jackie Sandler... In the MVP category, and also becoming, uh, I believe, our sixth, our seventh, both MVP and LVP. Mm. Uh, a very, very short list. He joins Sigourney Weaver, Douglas Seal, Joe Pesci, Jason Lee, Dom DeLuise, and Pierce Brosnan as an MVP and an LVP. Yeah, Sandler, this is the peak Sandler. You know, Sandler is great. Uh, people who are not the LVP, we already talked about Rob Schneider. Can't believe I'm saying that, but Schneider is goodness. Schneider. You got to pass, Schneider. You got to pass. God damn it, Rob Schneider. Um, 
we, we shit on kid actors a lot. Cole Sprouse doesn't do a bad job in hey, this movie. Hey, and Dylan Sprouse. Don't you dare forget Dylan I'm Sprouse. Sorry, I'm sorry. The whole world has forgotten Dylan Sprouse. Can you, I'm sorry. You can pinpoint which Sprouse is which Sprouse, oh, I think, yeah, in a lot of these. You sure can. You sure can. Yeah. Anytime, the like. The one's Dylan. Anytime, like, he needs to just kind of be silent and scared and emotional, I feel like it's Dylan Sprouse, because that's just his life. And Cole's like, where's the attention? Bring it on. Um, anytime you need to wear the, sign, uh, the uh, sunglasses and be a little bitch, it's Dylan Sprouse. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't mind... We, we didn't give a shout-out to uh, one of my favorite... Uh, act. We didn't talk about the actresses, really. In this. Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann, one of my favorites. Despite everything she has to go through in this in this movie, she's very good. One of my favorites, and a really is this the star. No, she messed like up before. No, no, no. She's she's with Judd Apatow, I think, already at this point. She well, done like Melrose Place, or, like one of those like Fox okay soap opera e shows. No, I just remember that because I think they used like a clip of that in Funny People, or like one of those. She was in like a Nakazima commercial, I think. Like she was doing stuff. She was doing stuff. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams. Is you can take her, or leave her, in a lot of things. She's still fine in this. Um, I prefer her in Chasing Amy, but um, I thought I was watching Chasing Amy. I mean, that's just who she is. Um, this whole time, you know, she's got a certain. Her and Sander Sandler didn't have like any chemistry. None whatsoever. The fact, the fact that the closest they ever get to chemistry is lying about sticks, is um, saying something. Uh, but she's she's ultimately not the LVP. Um, all of Sandler's friends, you know, like Alan Covert, that white, that white dude, that other white dude, um, they're I fine. I this movie so wide. Uh, other, other couple people who I like in John this. John Stewart. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> who else did you like? I like the I like Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> he has a name probably, but he's Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, like What's I said, wrong? Bushimi Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, like you already talked about Buscemi, I like Josh Mostel. Um, he character actor. He's um, either Barry or Ira from City Slickers. He's um, like the uh, the uh, child services guy. He's that guy. Um, I like Sonny's dad. He's also good. That scene's kind of heartwarming, you know, when he's interrogating him and finally catches him. Uh, Any movie that has like a dad thing, you're very I'm like sentiment, I'm sentimental to dad stuff now. Yeah, you're. Just, I am one. Oh man, you've changed. I have I'm a big old pussy. Um, LVP. Oh hey, how about that John Stewart? He didn't do too bad, did he? John Stewart's he's so bad. John Stewart's very bad. John Is Stewart. Is that why he stopped acting and went and got his own talk show? Yeah. <laughs> It's exactly you it. You know what? Good on you, John Stewart. John Stewart is most successful person from this movie. John Stewart. No, Adam Sandler still pulls down like twenty million dollars a movie. Yeah, no, it's still Adam Sandler. So Adam Sandler makes twenty million dollars on movies that he makes himself for thirty million dollars. Exactly, he's brilliant. He loses money. No, he, but he's producers on all these movies that make $150 million. They don't make... Jack and Jill did not make $150 million. It made like 80 or $90 million. Shut up. Who wanted to see Adam Sandler be Jack and Jill? Way too many fucking people. Adam Sandler... Hold on. I'm going to look up Adam Sandler's net worth right now. I guarantee he's worth like $150 million. No way. Watch this. You ready for this? I feel like he's lost some you of his... You ready for this? Hold on. Where is Adam Sandler's net worth? Do $360 million oh, yeah. as of June 2017. I undershot it a little bit here. Meanwhile, Jon Stewart's net worth is a paltry $80 million. So yeah, Adam Sandler's doing fine. So is Jon Stewart. Sandler's doing a little better. Uh, Jon Stewart... He's also largely just Okay, yeah, but John Stewart gets an annual salary of $25 million. That was when he was on The Daily Show. He's not... That's just not updated. What is he doing right now? Nothing. Um, John Stewart doesn't know how to be himself. Like, he... His delivery is so awkward when he's, like, recapping, like, how he now knows that is his child. And even, like, when he's, like, trying to convince Julian to be, like, his son, essentially. It's just very boring. Yeah, he's not... Good. Um, so he's my main nominee. 
did you have anybody else in mind before no. I said that? You didn't? Uh, the judge was a bitch. Um, she was supposed to be. I didn't like that, that little hand movement she did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, you know. Christy Swanson's not a great actress. This, uh, you know. That old guy, man. Sid? Sid. Five-year plan. Five-year plan, man. Um, are there any other ones? No, not really. Yeah, it's, uh, it's John Stewart. What? 1999, when Adam Sandler was the best part of a movie and John Stewart was the worst part of a movie. Oh, boy. It was an easier time. It was. There's a, there's a lot wrong in the world now. So John Stewart, the LVP of Big Daddy. Anything else on Big Daddy? We're never adopting a child, right? Good. Cool. So, um, <laughs> I mean, if we need to, I'm sure that there's a child who would love to be a part of our family. No, they'll be fine. Um, <laughs> what else? Anything else on Big Daddy? Have you ever pissed on the side of a building before? Oh, wait, you don't have a dick. <laughs> you pissed outside before? Yes, I peed outside before. On like a sidewalk? Freshman year, huh? That's disgusting, and no, when I was camping, I peed outside. Oh, but not like in a public place? Yeah, like, in a. that's what camping is. Like, you're in a public place. Like, but like, on the not, side of a road, or like... No! Uh, have you? Yeah. Sometimes you gotta piss. I've pissed on so many fucking buildings. You piss on people's doors, piss cars. on people's door like knobs, locks. Cause don't tell me I'm being too loud while I'm playing Uno. Fuck you! It's nine o'clock at night. I'll do what I want. I'm an adult. Take your broom somewhere else. <laughs> Shove it up your ass. Um, yeah, it's a great thing about having a dick, man. You we can, were not adults. You can always just piss with a dick. <laughs> well, they haven't they made those things that allow the Wizenator. Be standing up. Huh? There's a thing that you can pee in and you can stand up and pee and it's like a dick. It's like a funnel. And it like funnels your pee out like a dick. Like a catheter? No. Like a thing that you Either... hold. Like... What, then just go find a hole or something that's not going to be kept. Why do you need to hold no, a funnel? Because when you pee... Because you know how like a dick is like yes, narrow? Yes, I do. Yeah, thank you. And your urethra is there and it your pee only comes out of there like... Are you, my urethra is in a very different spot than yours, so when I pee, it goes everywhere. That's why I have to sit down and Ew. pee. Ew. Yeah. That's why... Not to blow up a spot, but uh, Tobey once got detention in school for asking a girl how she peed. <laughs> he just wanted to That's know all for this week's episode. Um, I thought you were about the Wizenator. The Wizenator is a fake dick that like you use to like pass a drug test, and you just fill it with like clean urine. Uh, yeah, no, I was talking about there's things that people have made for women to pee standing up. Oh, you didn't say women. You made it sound like dudes were using this. You can pee standing up just because you no, choose not to. No, that's why I was so confused. You, you made this sound like, hey, have you heard about this thing that I, myself, Chris Mullet, could use? No, no. And I'm like, why do I need to? I have a dick. <laughs> that's why I was so confused. I don't have a dick, though. You were saying a funnel. I'm like, what do you need a funnel for? I would need a funnel to pee standing up. You would, yes. That's what it was. Why were you so confused? We were talking about the differences between how men and women pee. Why were you so confused? I was talking about something that would help me pee standing up. This is not only the worst back and forth in the history of this podcast, but it might be the worst back and forth in podcasting history, and dare I say, married life and the world. Us confusingly talking about each other pissing in the funnels. That's how you know we're meant to be. <laughs> score time. It's really hard to score a movie like Big Daddy. I love it. But I hate it. No, I don't hate it anymore. I definitely don't from how much we've talked about, you know, how much we reference it and its message. But it's hard to, like, place where it should, like, rank. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to rank it too high. Yeah, and I also and don't try to, like... credibility, I've like, been looking at this list smirk. too much to, like, base stuff off of it. So I, I got to just kind of go with my gut. I think a good, strong, solid seven is the way to I go with Big Daddy. I was give it a seven. Okay, yeah. A seven for Big Daddy, I think, is... So we said this movie's better than 1776. I think in many ways that's fine. <laughs> molasses to rum. Too slow. Molasses to rum. rum molasses, you gotta, to molasses to rumple steel skin. <laughs> Fuck you. Woo. I celebrated. I'm going to rip my goddamn shirt off.
Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Please don't wake up the baby. <laughs> Why? What did you do? Molasses the Rumpelstiltskin. Oh my god, I hate you. Hanukkah's coming up. <laughs> So next week's episode is our Thanks Jilly special. The week after that, it's going to be a fistful of dollars because it came out of the fucking box. I get to pick Hanukkah this year. Why did you hit yourself so Come off? fucking amped after that molasses the Rumpelstiltskin joke. Um, oh my god. So last year we had to do Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights and it sucks. I want to make sure we're doing a, a cool movie about Jews. Um, I already think I know what you're going to do. Let's get into the badassness of and and unfortunately two of the lowest points in Judaism. Um and also we've watched some weird movies recently. <laughs> we just watched some good movies. They're long, but we'll watch one of them. My well, nominees are Munich or Inglorious Bastards. You know I'm going to pick Inglorious Bastards. It's fine. I've never seen Munich. It's a great movie. It's one of my All favorite movies. All I know about movies. it is that you had that big ass poster in your dining room at the cockpit. I did? Yeah, that's a weird poster I have in because college. Tony lived with you. Well, I love Munich too, and I, I was the one that got the posters. So, Inglorious Bastards will be the. Yeah, I, our, I love that movie. Yeah, will be our Hanukkah podcast. Yeah. Cool. You know, it has nothing to do with Hanukkah, right? I know it has nothing to do with Hanukkah, but it is about. There's a bear Jew in it. It's about. It's a bear Jew. It's Eli Roth, unfortunately. I want to watch that Eli Roth show about the horror. You don't like horror movies. Fuck you. I would have already started recording it. And now you're going to tell me that? How dare you? I like documentaries. No, you don't. You're literally just saying lies now. You're literally just spouting lies. Next thing you're going to say is, I can pee standing up without a funnel. I could pee standing up without a funnel? You're just going to make a mess. I could. It's true, I would. I wonder, there's not, we, I, we, I looked, there's not a lot of like Hanukkah Jewish movies we haven't already nominated or seen. So I had to go with, okay, well, what are, what do I know are movies that have Jews in them? And I was like, well, these are the two movies about Jews that are fucking killing people, taking back their rights and what's theirs. So, you know, thought it'd be nice. Thanks. You're welcome. You guys need it. Um... Your daughter's Jewish. <laughs> I see her every day, I know. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I didn't mean like how she looks. I meant now how <laughs> she acts. <laughs> That's going to do it for this podcast. Oh, it? It's a history, is it? Is probably. It? Thank you for listening to Married with Movies. Someone has to. Yep, and you're the one that's doing it. Make sure to go to arcadeideo.net for this podcast and the other one, Inner Network of Shows. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Uh, rate and review us while you're there. Five stars, please. Don't hey, give us anything less than that. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio for supporting the podcast monetarily. Uh, you get bonus content. Of course, you can get the Mullet Award shows um, on there. We're running out of time for the 2014 Mullet Awards. Get your votes in before we do our second oh annual God. live shows in what? We're going to have to do the 2018 one soon. Yeah, well, yeah we're a few weeks away. Um, follow us on social media, on Twitter, videos. on Facebook, and send us an email, movies at gmail.com. And we got some fun stuff ahead for you over the next few weeks. As we wrap up, I already got my list pretty much made here of ratings for the year. And then I got my MVP list here. Got my LVP list here. Cool. We're doing all right. We are. I've got all my, my stuff on. We're doing all right. All my notes. Anything else? Mm, no. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I, I'm never going to... I should really... We should really quit the show. I'm never going to be better than Molasses and Rumpelstiltskin. And also the fact that it took me for like 55 goddamn minutes to realize it. We, we said it like seven times. We literally referenced each of them individually, and it took me that long to do it. Oh, Cole Sprouse is a bitch. That's unnecessary. Hello, sweet gentlemen. Better than Show Crow. Nah, it's probably the Kangaroo song. Yeah. 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 Kangaroo song.
Doesn't work as well. I'm a dancing kangaroo. Why can't I do the kangaroo song? Do it. I'm a singing kangaroo and I jump all day. Hop, 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 hop. What do you say? Hey, everybody, I'm the singing kangaroo. I'm desperate for characters at this point, but this is kind of free range. How are you, little girl? Please get away from me. I'm not approaching you creepily at all. <laughs> Hello. How are you? <laughs> Come away. give the kangaroo a kiss. I'm going to punch you. You punched me in the face. You want to come in my pouch? How about I do that to you? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to pee standing up on you. I'll see you next week. I'm just adding to my bag of tricks. You're the worst, Burr. How'd you know my name? I'm Burr the Kangaroo. You missed a really good opportunity. What's your Kookaburra. name? Kookaburra. I'm, I'm, I'm the king. Rumpusiltskin. What a dumb name for a kangaroo. Also, you, you can't know. Rumpelstiltskin didn't know the name. Have you done not know literature? I'm just a harassing kangaroo. <laughs> the Don Rickles of kangaroos. This has gone on way too long. Please stop this show. I'm a singing kangaroo and I'm from far away. I like to hop, hop, hop all day. Would you like to come and play? Well, hop, 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 what do you say? I go hop, hop, cause I'm a kangaroo. So get in my pouch and I'll hop with you. I go hop, hop, while I sing my song. Hop, 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 and along. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.